0: Welcome to Innovation Destination, the podcast channel for supply chain industry professionals. This episode is part of our Executive Perspective series, where we will hear from the C-suite of the electronics and manufacturing industry. Here's your host, Managing Editor of Supply Chain Connect, Tyler Fussner. Mike, thank you for joining us today.
1: Good morning, Tyler. Thank you for having me.
0: And could you please introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Mike Slater. I'm the Vice President of Global Business Development for DigiKey. Been in the business over twenty-five years in uh in, in distribution mainly. So um happy to be be talking today about some some topics that I think are near and dear to all our hearts.
0: Absolutely, and thank you again for sitting down and taking the time. I wanted to start our discussion by asking you to kind of give us a pulse reading of the market. How does the market seem to be closing? in twenty twenty three where do you think we're going to land by the end of the year?
1: yeah, that's a good question it's um it's certainly something we've talked about a lot throughout the year and going into twenty three Digikey experienced unprecedented you know sales in twenty 2020 twenty through twenty twenty two and we did see and expected a cooling in the market for twenty twenty three consistent with down cycles that we've seen in the past. we saw a bit of a decline in revenue and and we look at things maybe based on average order value, so a little different than than some folks. But that's some of the some of the things we look at. Um from a business perspective, things that drive our business and some of the fundamentals are around customer count and actual shipments. So, you know, while overall in 2023 the supply chain has improved, inventory is more readily available. There are semiconductors, uh some in particular that are still that are still in short demand. I mentioned earlier you know, customer count and shipments, we are seeing positive signs for both new customers and design activity in 2023. So, you know, at the end of the year here, we're, we're seeing demand in certain pockets starting to pick up at the, as the year winds down. Um, but overall, the industry is is certainly slower in 23 than it was in 22 and, and earlier. But there are really positive signs for 2024. and uh, And we do expect to see growth in 2024, especially as the year progresses.
0: And that's exactly what I wanted to ask you, Mike. Coming out of 23 and looking into 2024, what should stakeholders anticipate maybe in, say, the first six months, the next 12 months?
1: We viewed 2023, I mentioned this earlier, we viewed it as, um you know, an expected year that we would see a little bit of a pause. So we took that as a year to to invest and prepare for the next cycle of, of future growth. You know, we look forward to uh, continued growth in 2024. Probably as I mentioned, especially in the second half of the year in stock trends. So the, the available of inventory that we have, you know, continues to improve. New customers are coming to us at a very high rate. Design activity has, has been really solid for, for quite some time. Um, so that gives us a ton of optimism for, for how 2024 and really beyond will look.
0: And as it relates to the electronic components industry specifically, do you see any certain verticals that are more poised for growth in 2024? And conversely, any certain verticals that maybe could see a reduction in activity?
1: We know 2024, it's going to be a year of innovation and new customers. You know, DigiKey is really pleased to help support the new push for uh, new product launches. I would say wireless connectivity, industrial automation, electrification, smart sensors, rapid prototyping. Those are all key driving trends that we see you know, that that we touch every day. I, I don't have a crystal ball, and, and we talk about this a lot for what we're, you know, expecting as far as specifics in the market for 2024. But we do expect to get back to growth for the overall electronics industry. And as I mentioned, we you know, we believe we've really worked hard in 2023 to set ourselves up to, quite honestly, outperform the market in 2024. Um, and then you, you asked about um, certain verticals that might see a reduction in activity, You know, there's been a a surge in new product introductions targeted at really every industry. 2020 to 2022, you know, suppliers were really focused on driving and taking care of the demand that they had so that we didn't see as many new product introductions as we had in previous years. But that accelerated in 23, and we really think it's going to continue to accelerate in in 2024. That fits us and our customers, you know, very well. These uh, new product introductions, they will drive our customer count and and general business across the board. So I don't know that there's anything that, that I would say that, that we're going to see a reduction in activity because there's just so much so, so much innovation and so much new product introductions really targeted at every industry. We see that really accelerating the progress and, and the business for, for engineers and designers in, in all areas.
0: And if the industry is to expect some more innovation and growth, I want to ask your perspective on – how procurement professionals in the electronic space can really prepare for next year. What should be atop their priority list in order to be more strategic and proactive in the new year?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, Tyler. You know, most electronic components um, and automation products, they're more plentiful than they had been in 2021 or 2022. But I think it's a really good time to identify alternative parts through tools like DigiKeys MyList and other online solutions that we have. I don't think it's a good idea to wait until it's crunch time or there's another supply chain issue to you know, to start to prepare for what we know is pretty much inevitable in the future. This business is cyclical in nature. And with the proliferation of electronics really in everything, we know we will see demand at levels above supply in the future. So now is the time to prepare for when that supply is short. Get yourself ready for that next cycle
0: you touched on some digital tools that are available and kind of leans into my next question. What are some major trends that are in the procurement space today? And and do you see certain trends maybe surging or becoming even more relevant in
1: 2024? Um, Yeah. So I I think in the past, you know, in the past, I mentioned cycles a a couple of times in the business cycles, but what we've seen in past cycles in the electronics business or, when suppliers merge or there's acquisitions, companies look at the redundancy in technology and their components and there's probably going to be more end of life and last time buy solutions than there have been over the last few years. You know, that significantly impacts the supply chain overall. So it impacts procurement and we've seen this, you know, in waves in the past during different parts of, of cycles. So that along with the life cycle of our technology, it's really becoming shorter as time goes on. So that makes it more complex for our customers and procurement. So I, I would say I'd be I'd be aware of that trend, and I'd be, you know, making myself ready for potential changes um, in technology or last-time buys than, than you have seen in the last few years.
0: And is there any way that procurement teams can set themselves up for success to be able to anticipate and, and execute on those trends?
1: Yeah, for sure. When you know, when designers are working on innovation, it's it's critical to ensure that they're working with products that are widely available and in its stock. Um, we can certainly help guide that with all the information that we have on our website. And then, it's really good to incorporate second source options when available from the beginning. So, you know, I would encourage that from the initial design all the way through to when procurement folks are are trying to find alternatives to to supply challenges, but limiting you know, limiting those um, risks when you're when you're working through bill of materials is definitely critical.
0: Now, on the flip side, are there any trends or maybe outdated practices that procurement teams need to leave behind in 2023?
1: Yeah, that's another good question, Tyler. And, and maybe I'll answer this one slightly different. I don't know about leaving behind a trend in 2023 or outdated, but I, I would say that, you know, we should all embrace change and look for new ways to solve problems and leverage technology things that have worked well in 23 or or even five years ago have different solutions today or could be handled you know much more efficiently I would take time to identify what's slowing you down and what's holding you back today and work to you know to change and put in solutions or technology you know that can help leapfrog you forward so what, one example i'll use is um, leveraging of apis so we have an api that can can help you with availability, quoting, and ordering. That API solution connects to our MyList online. That and helps sure a clean and up to date bill of material. They can get all the procurement data they need quickly, easily. Put this into a CSV file. You know, saving time and, and energy so that they can work on other things. So I, I would I would say that not necessarily you know leave something behind, but be open for change and and be out looking for you know how to do things more efficiently and and differently than you have been in the past.
0: I think that's a good New Year's resolution to take into uh, 2024, right? Be open to change and be open to maybe trying some new things. Make sure that you are creating efficiencies in your processes. So Mike, I have one more question for you. How can DigiKey help procurement professionals succeed in 2024?
1: You know, DigiKey can help procurement professionals by embracing technology with, you know, many of the data, focused tools that we have on our website and these you know these are these are free tools that we have on our website like you know conversion calculators cross reference capabilities tech forum reference design libraries data sheets parametric information for components you know really just so much more we we are focused on providing our customers with everything that they need online immediately so that they can access the information and tools you know whenever they need it making their their business moved faster and and ultimately their their lives much easier so so that's that's really something I would say to help procurement professionals it's it's go out and and see all the the tools and technology we have online for free to use and and figure out a way to help you know leverage that
0: well Mike thank you again for sitting down and joining us today. We really appreciate your perspective
1: no thank you for having us tyler we uh you know, we're thrilled to be able to help designers and procurement professionals, you know, everywhere around the world to, uh, like I said, make their lives easier.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Innovation Destination. Follow us online at SupplyChainConnect.com or find us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on the latest supply chain industry news. Do you have any questions or is there a topic you would like us to cover in a future episode? Please contact us at editors at supplychainconnect.com. That's E-D-I-T-O-R-S at supplychainconnect.com.